Spartan Book Club, July 2014, Part 2, Raising Steam. Hello and welcome to another installment of the Spartan Book Club. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode of the Spartan Book Club, the podcast where we talk about different books throughout the year. As you know, this is the second book for July, and this is actually my favorite novel of the year. Now, we've got several more to go. We are at the halfway point. We've got six months ago, and we have 12 books left. Hopefully we'll get them all done. But if you want to hear those old episodes, remember you can check them out at www.spiking.com, or you can leave your comments about this book at the link, which is in the show notes, or you can email us at spiking.gmail.com, or email me at zanatspiking.com. We're also on Twitter at, at @spiking, and all those other lovely social media sites. So let's get right to it, because, like I said, I'm psyched. I've been waiting to talk about this all year. This came out at the end of last year, and I was waiting for this book. I didn't get to read it. I waited. I held on to it, and it came out, and I was so happy about it. I really was. And what are we talking about? We're talking about a book by Sir Terry Pratchett. Now, Terry Pratchett is a science fiction fantasy writer who's created an entire novel series called Discworld. Now, the whole premise is Discworld is about this world, which is on a disc, which is on top of four elephants, which is on top of a flying turtle. I know you're like, what? It's weird. But the disc world is this world where magic and modern times kind of mix together in a very weird way. It is a, like a D&D world, but there are some modern elements. For example, in the first book, The Color of Magic, the protagonist, Rincewind, runs into this guy named Two Flower, who is the first, quote-unquote, tourist. And I'm putting it with quotation marks, tourists. And he sells in sewer ants, which no one heard of, but apparently it's betting that something horrible will happen to whatever you insure. And if you lose the bet, you get money. And some of the trolls who hear about this aside, we're going to torch a bar because we'll get more gold. You know, insurance in sewer ants fraud. Another thing is that Two Flower has a box which makes portraits. It's actually a camera, and inside the camera there's a little imp that paints pictures. It's kind of whimsical and really cool how they go about showing modern concepts in this medieval age. I mean, you have things like unions, you have post-reps, and the best part about this world is that you could start almost anywhere, and you can learn about the world. There isn't a main character, but there's several books based on different characters. For example, I said Rincewind. He is one of the main characters. He's a kind of stupid wizard with two Zs. Who he's really powerful, but he's stupid as anything. You have to read it to hear about him. And he's followed by the infamous luggage made of sapient wood. It's a, a following luggage that goes anywhere, even to hell, after him. And there are a lot of books following him. You also have, of course, the eponymous Death. Yes, Death is a main character in Discworld. And the cool thing is that every time he speaks, it's all in caps. So you know it's Death. So you could have someone saying, oh, he got hit on the head. And then you just hear a voice... Wait, what's that? Oh, it's death. Oh, well, And then there's, of course, the rat of death, who's a little mouse 
That's death, but he's a rat. And he rides a cat. It's kind of cool and weird in a weird, fucked up sort of way. You also have all the people who are at the Magic Academy. I know it's a university and has a completely weird name. And the fact that you have a librarian who's a gorilla. Sorry, or an orangutan. But there's a lot of different things you can follow. I mean, you can follow the Night Watch, who are the cops, and all the crap that they have to go through. Because they have to get involved with the times and... Of course, one of our favorite characters is Lord Vetinari, who is the patrician of Angmorpork, which is the main city in Discworld that you follow. And he is a horrible, brilliant tyrant who is smart enough where he'll make you put on the noose without you even realize you're putting it on, but he'll let you know you're about to swing at that last moment. And you won't know you realize you've done it, but he has orchestrated the whole thing. Very cool and charismatic character. You gotta love the patrician. But, the book we're talking about is the 40th book in this series that Terry Pratchett wrote. And it came out in November 7th, 2013 in the UK and over here in the United States, March 18th. And this is Raising Steam. It is actually the third book following my personal favorite character, Moist von Lipwig, who is this con man who... Throughout the different books, he's ended up becoming a servant of the people. When you first meet Moist, he is literally about to be hung, and he ends up becoming the postmaster general for Angmore Pork's post office. So he has to revitalize the post office, and he ends up making stamps. And he revitalizes it in a really cool way. It's a really good book. Definitely check out um, Going Postal. It's a fun book. Then you have the sequel to that, which is called making money, where through circumstances, he ends up in charge of the the royal mint of Ang Morpork. So now he's making actual money instead of the giant coins they have. So he makes paper money. Originally, the third book was going to be called um, Raising Taxes, which was a really cool idea. It was about taxes, but because Sir Pratchett is starting to get up in age, and he's also getting a little bit Alzheimer-y, unfortunately, which is really sad. I mean, he's he just can't write anymore. He can't distinguish letters as he has this weird form of all Alzheimer's. He has to dictate the whole thing through voice. So instead he created this book, Raising Steam, which is about a young man named Dick Simnel who creates the first steam locomotive of the disc. And he ends up <coughs> taking it to Angmore Pork, where they see the promise of it and they want to make this railroad successful. Lord Venonera, he doesn't care about this. He thinks it's kind of dumb, but he appreciates new enterprises as long as he gets a piece of it. So he appoints Moist to be the government's representative in this endeavor, and then hilarity ensues. I mean, you have a coup d'etat among the dwarves of Stolat. You have all the insanity going on with the low king of the dwarves, who's currently in Uberwald, because he's supposed to be in Uberwald, but he's in Quirm, which is 1,200 miles away, if I remember correctly, and he has to get back because they're having a coup d'etat. You have a lot of problems with them actually getting the land to make the railroad and several other little crazy things happening. You know, you have landslides, the fact that the low king is actually a low queen, broken bridges, and you have goblins. But that's always the case with the Discworld. It's, just, it's a funny and creative book because Terry Pratchett, he's got a very whimsical way to write him. One of his best examples of his work, if you don't want to get into the disc, which is really hard to get into if you don't know where to start, because you can start anywhere, is read his compilation with Neil Gaiman, Good Omens. 
They both work together to write this book, and it is an amazing book about the end of the world in a very bizarre way, because it's got Neil Gaiman's wit with Terry Pratchett's insanity. It, it melds so well. I would have loved to have seen what this guy would have done if Douglas Adams was still alive and they collaborated. I think it would have been brilliant. I know you guys are like, okay, so what, what, what's some of the positives about this? Well, it's written very whimsically. It's fun, it's inventive, and also this is the first book to actually give you a map of the Discworld. So you see the entire Discworld, how it works for the most part. I mean, you don't see anything for the Under Kingdoms, but there is what it is. So you get this nice map in the book. It's well done. It's well written. Lots of more stories with, of course, Moist, even though the ending, I will say, lets you down a little bit. He could have come out a little bit more with what he does, but he kind of pulls back a little bit. He stays safe. I mean, there's a lot to go on, because besides the fact that this talks about the development of the railroad, steam engine, engineering, real estate development, um, eminent domain, terrorism, gender issues... It's still a little basic for what you expected. You would have expected a little more for it. But still, it's a great read. Because it is Terry Pratchett and it is well done. It's a fun book to read. And I highly recommend it. Because I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to go too far into this. But as you can tell, I'm psyched about this. It's just, it's so fun to just talk about the Discworld. It's just so bizarre and crazy. I mean, just, there's things that you don't even think of. And I love the fact, one little spoiler I'll say. There's a point when... When they first show the iron girder, which is the, the locomotive that Dick makes, they put it on a little track and people ride and an incident happens. And as usual, Moist is usually a con man, like, oh, these rubes, they don't know what the hell they're doing. And he ends up unconsciously doing something very heroic and ends up in the newspaper again. And it's like, our boy, our boy Moist does it again. Moist is the one who saves the day. Postmaster General, Grand Mitman, and Railroad Tycoon. ka -ching! Definitely check it out. Moist is, like I said, a lot of fun. <laughs> if you want to start from the beginning in the Discworld, I would recommend starting off where I started off with the book Mort, which is about Death's Apprentice. Or if you want to follow Moist, you can go right into Going Postal. Another option if you want to go is start with the Night Watch. There's a lot of places you could start off with, but I would say start off with Going Postal or Mort. Those are two really good places to start or... Men at Arms is the one with the Night Watch. Start with one of those three and you'll learn more about the world and see if you like it or don't like it. The original book, The Color of Magic, is interesting, but with all writers, it's him at his infancy, so he hasn't developed that style yet. He's still working at it, so you gotta try to go through it. Because it's great concepts, great fun, but it takes a little bit of time to get to a point. Because it is a two-parter. You have to read the second book also. Or you can watch the movie that's on BBC, which is really funny. Because you have Sean Astin, yes, Sam from Lord of the Rings, and of course from The Goonies. He plays Two Flower, and he's hysterical as the tourist. It's really funny. <sighs> so, um, for those of you who disagree with me, email me, spirekin.gmail.com. Let me know what you thought about Raising Steam, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, if you thought it was bizarre, or strange, or crazy, or what the fuck, let me know. Um, I think that's it. We, I've been babbling on for, how long is this going on? Uh, 12 minutes? 14 minutes? Something like that. I've been babbling about this story and just psyched about it. It's just I really enjoyed this. I can't wait for next month, because next month we have some good stuff, too. Because next month, we have two choices of books. You can either read Grimm's Fairy Tales, written by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. That's the co collection of the different fairy tales, we'll be going over that, and the more dark and f more 
thought-provoking novel, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451, which if you've never read, it may change your life, it may not, but it is banned in a lot of states because of its influence. And ironically, it's banned, it's about a book about burning books. So we'll get to that later. So I guess that's it. With that in mind, I'm your host, I am Gonsville. I'll catch you next time. Keep reading. Have a good day. Charge your expression. I said, Haven't you learned your last lesson? I try to understand. I just don't get it. We all belong. Oh, memory. I'm not living the town. You said it's from volume three. But then you give me one, another you just finish. You're my library, always open for business. But you never show it. You're just sitting with